Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and I'm a little, uh, under the weather again. But that being said, uh, I have a bit of a funny article to start the day off with. Uh, CNN of all people had to interrupt Joe Biden to give a real-time vibe check. That being said, you guys should go check me out on Rumble, like a top G. CNN cuts away from Biden Inflation Reduction Party as stocks plunge. Yeah, stocks officially hit the worst in American history, meaning... Well, second worst in American history. Anyway, they finally surpassed the 2020 stock crash. So, uh, things are just going hunky-dory, aren't they, in the U.S. of A. So, before we get into the actual article itself, as protocol on this show tends to be, we're going to read the ground news, a little summary at the top of the page, and then we're going to get into the actual article. CNN cuts away from Biden Inflation Reduction Party as stocks plunge. CNN anchors called out President Biden on Tuesday, while the network aired a jarring image that showed the Commander-in-Chief celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. Even as the stock market tanked, Republicans pounced on the Biden administration for throwing a party on the White House South Lawn, complete with performance by folk rocker James... Don't know who that is. So, as you can see here, give it a refresh so you know I'm being honest about it. There's this. There's not really a high factuality outlet so we're gonna go with personal preference here which also happens to be the more recent article on this from the new york post now don't get me wrong i have my uh, gripes with the new york post as a news outlet don't get me wrong but they also break some really important stories sort of the same thing with the uh, with reuters and the intercept two pretty trash outlets but they've come through on some pretty big stories before as well so it's a uh, uh, my favorite outlet of all time, though, is probably the Washington Examiner. But let's get into this article, and again, forgive me if I sound a little funky, I'm really congested. By Thomas Barabi. 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 Uh, whatever. Over at New York Post, September 14th, 2022. I was going to record this when I got out of work yesterday, but when I got home, I was all full. So I just took some, uh... NyQuil and slept and woke up. CNN, CNN cuts away from buying an inflation reduction party as stocks plunge. Got a little video here. Uh, this, uh, way up. So I thank the Republicans who stood up. <laughs> okay, you're listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting Big Pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd. Damn. Goal. But, you know, I gotta be honest, I've got some shit in the comments from some of you for defending Biden. I'm not really defending Biden. It's just, do you think he actually knows that 
the economy is as bad as it is? Come on, the only reason the WEF allowed Joe Biden to even be elected in the first place is exclusively because he makes a good puppet. In fact, they have, they're sort of like, um, he's like the McConnell of the left, you know? The establishment unit party has their hands so far up McConnell's ass, they might as well call him Mitt. And Joe Biden's the exact same way, because he'll just take orders. He'll just, alright, if you say so, man, you got it, corn pop. <laughs> and he'll go fucking do it. I don't know if Joe Biden's here enough to, to actually be aware that he's uh, failing horribly. I don't think, didn't he just celebrate a couple of days ago the, the passing of the Build Back Better bill when that shit got shut down like a year ago almost? You know, I just, I don't think he's here enough with it to really know. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be held responsible. Actually, no, the only reason he should be held responsible is just because his brain don't work. Ugh, complicated. CNN anchors called out President Biden on Tuesday. While the network aired a jarring image that showed the commander-in-chief celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, even as the stock markets tanked, Republicans pounced on the Biden administration for throwing a party while on the White House South Lawn, complete with performances by folk rocker James Taylor. Sounds familiar, but I can't play it. So. <laughs> On the same day that the federal data showed inflation ran at a hotter-than-expected 8.3 in August, and 8.3 is only what they're reporting. Only what they're reporting. CNN aired a... You know, it's way worse. CNN aired a snippet of Biden's speech before cutting away with both anchors, uh, Allison... Uh, Kimorta and Victoria Black... Isn't Allison Kimorta that, uh, that, uh... It is. It's exactly who I thought it was. Uh, Allison Lynn Kimorta, born June 21st, 1966, is an American broadcast journalist, political commentator, uh... CNN's morning show, New Day, and a presenter on Fox News. That's why. Yeah, she was one of those, uh clowny, clown-ass Republicans that jumped from Fox News to CNN, right as they launched the, tr right as they launched that streaming service, and everyone was like, why are you doing that? And then CNN plus one down flames, and, you know, her and Chris, uh, it's not Chris Wallace, uh, yeah, it is Christopher Wallace, all tried to get back at Fox, and Fox was like, yeah, nah, you jump ship, go, uh, they left the lifeboat to go back on the Titanic. So that's why they're call that's why she called it out the way it did because she's already kind of hated by the CNN like view and audience because she used to be that Fox personality which is kind of funny because Tucker Carlson was originally a CNN personality who went to Fox and then a bunch of Fox personalities went to CNN. Um, kind of surprised Sean Hannity didn't go to CNN because you know Sean Hannity hates Tucker Carlson. When Bill O'Reilly was the big face of Fox News, pardon me. Anyway, when Bill O'Reilly was the face of Fox News and then he got kicked out for being a creep, uh, they got Sean Handy. Sean Handy, you know, he's been there forever. He was, like, the right-hand man, Hannity and Combs, all these old shows and shit. So Handy was like, I'm going to take over for Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to be the new face of Fox News. And then Tucker Carlson, bow tie and all, walks onto the scene and steals the limelight. Now, Tucker Carlson is basically Fox News. He's the only one. Him uh, and Janine Pirro are, like, the only two people on Fox News I actually enjoy watching. Everyone else is just fucking obnoxious. Or fake. Oh, yeah, you can't fake, make us get vaccinated. They all get vaccinated because, you know, it's the fucking Fox News in New York and they all have to comply in order to work. 
while they tell you that they're not going to comply. Uh-huh. Grift harder, be Grift harder. Quote. Uh, aired. Morda, Victor Blackwell questioning the timing of the event. Quote, There is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. So it feels like it's hard to celebrate. If, uh, sorry. Feels like it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd, Kimorda said over the footage of Biden speaking uh, at the White House widely panned event. So I thank the Republicans who stood up. Okay, you're listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting Big Pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd. Yeah. Just such a good clip. Stocks posted their worst day since June 2020, since the beginning of the pandemic. That is just fucking wild. And you know what's crazy? January 2019, Jim uh, Kramer from CNN, the mad money guy. By the way, don't ever listen to that fucking idiot. The only reason he, I'm even quoting him now is because he said something accurate once. If you want financial advice, don't take it from me or any other YouTuber. Go do your own studies and research. Uh, I personally enjoy Dave Ramsey. I know a lot of people don't like Dave Ramsey. I like Dave Ramsey. I'm not telling you go listen to everything Dave Ramsey says, but he might be worth kind of checking out. And if you're interested in economics and how to save money and build up uh, a wealth portfolio against the government, look into Murray Rothbard into Rothbard Investments. Also, in economics as a whole will just protect you. Anyway, in 2019, Kramer had to admit that the 2019 economy was the best numbers of our lives. Better than the Reagan economy. And then in a panic, Trump let the government and Trump himself fucking sabotage his entire fucking economy. Just tanked it and then we came out of the pandemic we, we came out of lockdowns for a brief period and we saw this u-shaped recovery just this this v-shape where it went down and then just started to fly right back up and then they went into a second lockdown i guess because they don't like the uh <coughs> i guess they just didn't like the economy being able to recover that well so like well we clearly didn't kill it we need to finish killing it so they let it happen again Second lockdown, Trump was all for it, until he wasn't. That's the thing we, we can't let Trump get a, a slide on, guys. Trump was all for the lockdowns. He was all for them in the beginning, he signed on to them, and he let them happen. And he's not just the president with the power, he's a landlord, he's a land developer. Like, he knew better, and he still went with the lockdowns and printing money. In 2020, uh, 80%, what, what, what was the number? Hold on, hold on. Look at this. Since Jan January 2020, the United States has printed almost 80% of all U.S. dollars that exist, according to some sources. To appreciate the scale of the Federal Reserve's money printing, you need to look all the way back 24 months. Yeah. I remember when this came out. It was reported by Forbes. 
And there was a stunned silence when we realized how much money was printed in 2020. Trump signed off on that. The money got printed because Trump let it get printed. And Trump was the one who bashed Obama for just printing more and more money. I'm just saying, man. Hey, Trump's just as fucking comparable in all this shit as anyone else. And I hope he gets held to it by the uh, by the voters. <clears throat> if voting matters. <clears throat> I think it does. I'm, I'm starting to think it does. It's because I'm watching more and more wins. And I'm typically someone who doesn't vote. Like, I didn't vote in 2016. Uh, I've done work for campaigns, but... I've never really advocated voting. It's weird. I know. It's sort of one of those things like I don't, I don't think it matters, but what if? Sort of like Jordan Peterson and Christianity. You know, I don't think heaven's real, but what if? You know, live like it is. It's kind of how I am when it comes to politics. I don't think voting matters. There's a good chance it's all rigged. But what if? Stocks posted their worst day since June 2020 as investors reached, uh, uh, reacted to the dismissal inflation data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell nearly 1,300 points, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq dropped more than 5%, and the S&P 500 sank more than 4%. And all, all those crypto bros living burgers right now. Quote, This is the day in which the White House celebrates the Inflation Reduction Act. When we... Oh, sorry get a new report that shows inflation is still especially high. Blackwell added, quote, and what we're seeing on Wall Street is a reaction to that uh, anticipating what's coming uh, from what, <coughs> sorry. Got all kinds of phlegm and congestion in my, in my throat right now. <coughs> Try that again. Sorry. Blackwell added, and quote, and what we're seeing on Wall Street is a reaction to the anticipation of what's coming from the Fed. Uh, Mediaite earlier covered the CNN segment. Do not like Mediaite very often. Do not really like them. But sometimes, you know, I also don't like the Daily Dot either. Investors are pricing in a 68% probability, profi- probability that the Fed will raise its benchmark rate by three quarters of a percentage point at next week's meeting. Additionally, they see a 32% probability of a full uh, point hike after seeing 0% chance of such such an aggressive move just one day earlier. In August, consumer price index showed a higher than expected 6.3 increase in core inflation, which excludes uh, volatile food and energy costs. The CPI's food index increased uh, 11.4%, posting its largest year-over-year spike since May 1979. By the way, they've changed how they measure inflation multiple times. Multiple times. Just back over here. In 1983, the inflation calculation switched from tracking mortgages on other housing costs to tracking owners' equivalent rent, making the measurement less volatile. The idea is that homes are an investment. House prices appreciate and you may eventually sell for a profit, a property that you have purchased. And they've changed it up quite a few times more since then. 
So just keep that in mind. When anyone ever talks about dates and inflation and the year, so-and-so is worse than the year and so-and-so, it's a very disingenuous statement. You have to look at specifically how they measured it and how they counted it and how they came to that conclusion. You can't just compare years willy-nilly because different years measured shit differently. So right here, talking about the CPI's food index increasing 11.4%, posting its largest year-over-year year year spike since May 1979 is a very disingenuous statement. If we're looking at that, it's way higher than 11.4. Way, 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 way higher than, than 11.4. Speaking at the White House, Biden touted the Inflation Reduction Act as transformational piece of legislation. Though independent analysts from the University of Pennsylvania's Penn Wharton budget model and others show the law isn't expected to lower prices. Quote, today's offers... Today offers proof that the soul of America is vibrant, the future of America is bright, and the promise of America is real, Biden said. Yesterday's event can just be summed up in one word, which can also describe the present day administration. Dumb. The stupid would stupid the stupids would work also. Eh, fair. So that's over at New York Post. Now how bad are things actually getting? So I had another story here. I was going to record a couple days ago. But for some reason, it kind of just fell through the woodwork. And I didn't record it. But I feel like it actually plays a, a role into this episode, weirdly enough, in a way. So let's hop over here real quick. Bah, back to ground news. Good, Goldman Sachs plans to cut hundreds of jobs. Goldman Sachs is no longer offering a free coffee cart in the lobby of its, two, of its 200 West Street office. In New York, by the way, the banking giant is also ending free car rides to and from the office. Morgan Stanley has taken away free tickets to U.S. Open Tennis Championship. Facebook's parent company, Meta, told employees in March that it was getting rid of free services like laundry and dry cleaning. Yeah, bro, Goldman Sachs. The premier hedge fund of hedge funds is financially struggling. And hey, after a mad lad like me and you, who went out and bought all that GameStop and, uh, why am I blanking? It was GameStop and, uh, I don't know, H&R Block? I bought a bunch of H&R Block, but that wasn't, that wasn't the other one. I'm blanking right now. Anyway, when you guys short stock, short sold all the, uh, all those hedge funds back in the early 2021, we saw three major hedge fund companies go out of business on Wall Street. And now we're seeing more and more of them struggling. It's a good and a bad thing. You know, it's good to see Wall Street crumbling. The issue is, this isn't just like a, like an America-exclusive thing. Economies all over the world are collapsing, and we know there's a bigger play behind the scenes with people like Klaus Schwab pulling strings to crash global economies if this was just like a capitalism destroying a structured a structured heavily heavily regulated market then there'd be more celebration from me but this is not what we're seeing and do not fool yourself into thinking that's what you're seeing you are not watching some sort of crazy like and capistan as collapse of a structured system no you are watching the real-time planned destruction of a global economic system for a uh, some sort of 
grandiose reset, economically speaking. And I feel like that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. You know, and remember what I said about Reuters? We're over here at Reuters. Goldman Sachs said to cut jobs this month. It's a two-minute read from September 12th, 2022. Goldman Sachs said to cut up job, cut jobs this month. Cut up jobs uh, by uh, Saheed Azir for Reuters. New York, September 12th. Reuters. Goldman Sachs Group uh, Incorporated uh, GS.N which is its listed name on, like, the stock market, will cut jobs as early as this month after pausing the annual practice for two years during the pandemic, according to a source familiar with plans. We haven't seen Wall Street and major hedge fund companies actually perform layoffs since the 08 recession. By the way, we called it the 08 recession, but that shit lasted till like, 2014, 2015. Like, the recession lasted a long-ass time. We just sort of stabilized towards the end. The Wall Street giant typically trims about 1% to 5% of its staff each year, and the 2022 cuts will likely be in the lower end of that range, the source told Reuters. The staff reduction may begin as early as next week, the person said. It sounds like Petalism Copium. It sounds like it's going to be way, way, way worse, especially... You can say like, oh, we always always fire people, and that hits me the same way as when you know we have all these big food manufacturers having their computer systems broken into and shut down, and thousands of cattle just dropping dead. I mean, like tens of thousands of cattle just dropping dead overnight on the same farm. Uh, food, big, you know, shipping uh, cargo carriers sinking or cargo planes crashing. Just you know, and everyone's like, oh, this happens. You mean this state company that hasn't had any computer issues or any kind of issues in distribution in its almost its entire 100 plus year of existence and all of a sudden, you know, it just gets its computer hacked and like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of food just goes bad because someone shut off all the freezers and then logged out perfectly and untraceably? Yeah, that just happens. I don't know. It seems a little weird that Goldman Sachs, Goldman fucking Sachs, one of the wealthiest hedge fund managers in the world, mind you, an international company, is not like, oh, we have, we always get rid of people. You know, one percent, five percent, we get rid of some people every year. Uh, this is gonna be this. In fact, this this is gonna be in the lower end of us cutting people. By the way, uh, we need to start cutting people this month. It's like, oh, so it's that it's that important that you need to start doing it immediately. Right. Forgive me if I think the timing and the rush decision to start firing people in drove are cutting a bunch of free services, which, mind you, the free services, assumedly, were being provided at previous times of economic despair. Like they said in 2020, even in the 08 to 14 housing recession, you know, they provided the free coffee. They provided all this, all this good services and whatnot. But now they're cutting that, and they're firing people as soon as this month. But you want us to believe that, oh, actually, it's going to be like a mild thing. You know, we're just trimming up the hedges a little bit, kneading it up a little bit. <laughs> no, this sounds like a much bigger move. <laughs> Sorry for all the ugh in your ear. I took a decongestant. I'm just waiting for it to kick in. I think it is slowly but surely. I have some tea here. Uh, pardon me while I take a sip real quick. Goldman's headcount swelled to 4 
47,000 at the end of June. A 15% from a year earlier, a 1% cut to staffing would imply a reduction of about 500 bankers. Bye, bitch! Take you and your Alexander Hamilton-esque policies and fuck off. The New York Times earlier reported on the up-and-coming layoff citing two people familiar with the plans. Goldman Sachs declined to comment in July. The investment bank had warned it might slow hiring and cut expenses as the economy overlook worsens. There it is. It reported a 48% slump in quarterly profits, which beat forecast due to gains in fixed income commodities and training. Oh no, what happened? Aha. Uh -huh. Hold on. Let me go find my spot real quick. Spot real quick. Shares of Goldman Sachs rose more than 5% in early Monday trading after the Wall Street Bank reported a smaller than expected drop in profit. Goldman's second quarter profit fell 48% as investment banking revenue has declined for the whole industry, with J.P. Morgan Chase and Morgan Stanley both reporting weak results in that division last week. But Goldman's fixed income traders helped the bank offset the hit to investment banking by blowing past analyst expectations for revenue generated by the bank's trading desks, which jumped 32%. Mm. CEO David Solomon said he saw inflation as, quote, deeply entrenched in the economy, and said he wasn't sure whether the situation would improve later this year. It won't. Runaway inflation and rising borrowing costs set by the Federal Reserve to stamp it out have rattled global financial markets, forcing companies to curb their appetite for deals and go slow in raising cash through stock or debt offerings. Solomon has been working to reduce Goldman's reliance on volatile trading and investment banking by shifting focus to Marcus, its consumer banking unit. For the quarter, consumer and wealth management recorded a 25% jump in net revenues, driven by higher fees and credit card balances. I'm just throwing this out there. The Federal Reserve is just a little over 100 years old, meaning this country was operating completely fine before it. We were operating way before the Federal Reserve. In fact, just after the Federal Reserve was founded, we had a massive economic depression called the Great Depression. It happened about 15 years after it, this fucker was founded. Less than 15 years, actually. More like 10-ish mid-twenties is when the Great Depression really started. Um, we could undo that. We we, do, we could get rid of this department entirely. You ever seen that Superman meme where he's like walking down the street and it's like out, like it's in a Superman outfit and he sees the Federal Reserve building on fire and he runs into a phone booth and changes into Clark Kent and like walks away? Yeah, something like that. I hate the Federal Reserve. It is a bullshit piece of the government. That much like the CIA and the FBI, it needs to be absolutely disassembled, dismantled, defunded, and debarred. But let's wrap up this article, shall we? Oh. Boop. There we go. Monday, fixed income administration, U.S. federal interest rates. Just realized how old this article actually is. July 18th, Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated on Monday warned it may slow hiring. 
market expenses as the economy overlook worsens at a 48% slump in quarterly profit, which beats forecasts due to gains fixed in fixed income and <clears throat> commodities training. Sorry. Some of my throat. U.S. Federal Reserve interest rate hikes aimed at taming runaway inflation have rattled global financial markets, curbing companies' appetites for deals and mark, and making them weary of stock and debt offerings. This article is actually from July 18th. It's pretty old. I'm gonna click to read more. I didn't realize it was going to take me to an unrelated article that had nothing to do with the first one I was reading. It's not completely unrelated. It's just old. I thought it was going to be a continuation of what I was already reading. To a much older story. Like I said, I don't usually use Reuters. I don't necessarily hate Reuters as much as many, many, many other people do. But I don't use them very often. So I will actually leave this in the description below if you want to go read it uh, I have to start re recording other episodes this doesn't uh, this is essentially from what I'm getting here this is warning about the uh, like, like this article from July 18th is saying we're here looking at possibly firing people and cutting these expenses and expenditures which is what the last article itself was actually talking about because the last one is warning about this one Right, so this article contains most, if not all, the information that this article has, but both will be in the description below. And as always, all articles used in this episode will be in the description below, as well as all social media platforms in which you can follow me, and other video uh, sharing sites in which you can find me. Yeah, no, uh, this country kind of, is kind of fucked. I don't know if we can undo the severe, severe amount of economical damage we've done to our country. And we're only starting to see parts of the ramifications. Remember, everyone was warning us in 2020 we were accepting those pandemic funds and those stimmy checks. Those little, those little teeny, teeny, tiny stimmy wimmies that everybody was all excited for. Oh, did you get your stimmy? I didn't get my stimmy yet. And that you had that one asshole who bought a bunch of new clothes. And then was like, oh, I still haven't gotten mine yet. And it's like, well, where'd all this new shit come from, dog? I have somebody who spent their stimulus check on a fucking car. On a car. And that shit's already been impounded and taken away from and repoed. Fucking clowns. But I only thought Andrew Yang was actually going to win for some stupid fucking reason. Like, people really fucking fell for the Yang gang shit. Tragic. So people were like, well, Andrew Yang is going to win the election. So that, 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 that's okay. $1,000 a month, I'll keep paying this car off. You fucking fool. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. I shall continue to upload old archived episodes until I'm as backed up on different platforms as I can with all my old stuff as well. Uh, two days ago, I announced that we had hit 110 subscribers. Uh, we just broke 120 subscribers over here on BitChute, and I'd like to thank you guys for that. I am pretty much over... I'm on my way to 200 followers on all my social media platforms, basically. So I, I, uh, I really appreciate you guys getting uh, out there and interacting with me on these different platforms. Stories have been sent to me in uh, uh, over on uh, Instagram. People have sent me links to some stories. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
And uh, yeah, I'll let it go here. This has been Inside Four Walls, a Sin Media production. I've been your host, James Madison. Now, this call will be monitored and recorded for quality assurance. Thank you for calling the federal government. For English, press one. Para español, oprima número dos. You have one minute remaining, or we'll gladly contact you again.